1: we're back okay hello and welcome back to this week's episode of I think I'm human too this is our part two we just filmed our part one normally I film them about a week apart but since I have you um I wanted to do that and I had explained that I already posted on Instagram kind of questions that people would ask um someone that's lost someone so obviously a lot of you may know, um, my father just passed. We are actually, today is his nine month that we lost him. And there's so many questions that have gone unanswered. And I think it's such a beautiful thing that I still have you to ask them to, but also I think it's so cool. I said in the last week's episode that you are such an open and honest book. And not only that, but like you've always been that mom that was just, So loving to absolutely everybody and always had that piece of advice. Do you remember when we were kids and um, one of my girlfriends got her period way before I even got mine and you did like a whole PowerPoint presentation on that? (laughs) That's the kind of mother that I had. um, Almost too much in your business. Actually, it was too much in your business. She thought she was everyone's BFFs. Um, So here we are. Um, So this week's episode, I opened up on Instagram and just asked people, what would you want um, to ask your parent if you've lost or your parent figure It might might not necessarily be your parent themselves. Right. Um, my mom just lost both of her parents last year, as well as I lost my father, all of 2022 was just a fucking riot. Um, chaos is what we thrive on. I think it, this one's funny. So I'm just gonna, I'm gonna, we're gonna try and go as fast as possible okay. because there are. So many already. All right. Um, If you have a question or an answer that you want to go in depth on, feel free. But try to, we want to get as many done as possible. All right. I did this one. I find funny. This is the first one that was asked. Is your mom involved in any of this drama that's happening? So obviously you guys know um, there's a lot of, some families either get a lot stronger after a death or they shatter. Um, and I feel right now that I'm kind of mourning, not only my father, but my siblings and, um, the life that I've had before. No, Sheila is not part of any of it. Nope. Um, actually I have asked her to remain silent on absolutely everything. Um, just due to the fact that obviously you guys know I was threatened with a lawsuit. Nothing has come about of that. Thank goodness. Um, but I was fully prepared and, um, I have asked you to remain mm-hmm. silent on anything and everything. We will not be using names in pretty much any episode, even right. your own son. That's my full blood brother. We Correct. are re- refraining from using any names on um, just because of those. But no, just to clear that one up, people just love the drama mm-hmm. and wanted to know if you're part of it. She does get to know almost everything uh, or get to know almost everything. Um, unless I was advised by, again, legal right. to keep anything silent. So you found out about that online, but let's get this party started. Okay. So, I'm going to kind of go back And I'm literally I have so many to go through Like Oh my goodness yeah, And this is just like With It's only been open an hour
0: Well so- let me just say Thank you guys For, pre- for oh, presenting so these questions I really appreciate it Yeah so. Yeah I'll do um, my best to answer them for you.
1: Yes. And, some, and I'm going to be kind of, I, I always say that some people get mad. Like when I had Savannah last week, people are like, you cut her off. There is a reason. And it's not necessarily um, because what you're saying is stupid or I just don't care. It's that we got to keep on track and we only got right. a certain amount of minutes to go. So I'm going to shut up and get these answered. Okay. Um, what's your favorite recipe to make? Oh, um, baked ziti. Um, if you do have someone in your family that you love their recipe, whether it's your grandma, your aunt, your uncle, whomever it is, ask them for that recipe and ask them to write it down, not type it, but write it. Um, I think it's beautiful. The things that you can create these days on Etsy. It is insane. You can get their handwriting printed. I've seen where recipes are even printed, like on a cutting board. Absolutely
0: beautiful. Yep. I, I think if you have that and you want that ask, I think that that is really important because that will actually keep, family history moving as well because then you've got your your handwriting as well so absolutely
1: um what's one of your favorite childhood memories my childhood yeah so some of these are going to be a little personal because obviously um and this is selfishly I'm going to be able to look back one day and be happy that I have this but do you have a favorite childhood memory I
0: do it was I was it was my 10th Christmas and my parents had bought me a pony and we ended up bringing it like home. Dead ass. She's had horses. In a Volkswagen van. We loaded that pony up in a camper van and brought it home. And it was the best ride home I think I've had. I love that. Sorry,
1: I'm going to be like partially reading through these because there <laughs> That's are okay. so many. Do you ever wish that you would have taken better care of yourself?
0: Yes. I will tell you right now that in the 80s, when I was in high school, we started doing the whole popping of the neck and popping of the back. It has actually caused me permanent damage um, in my neck and lower spine. Um, when our, when your parents tell you not to pop your knuckles, that it'll that'll actually cause you problems yeah, yeah, later. Do don't pop your knuckles. Your mama said not to.
1: Um, something I wanted to uh, reiterate off of that as well is, My dad was originally diagnosed as or cause of death was cardiac arrest. Mm -hmm. Come to find out it was not actually cardiac arrest. It was something that he had went undiagnosed with. And if he would have had a simple heart scan, he would still be here today. I do think it is so fucking important to just go into the doctor. I do not care if you think you're happy, healthy. Just go in. Um, Get it tested and and encourage your parents or your loved ones to do the same. Um, My dad thought he was the healthiest. I never get sick. Well, now you're dead. So...
0: Pay attention to your body. Your body will give you subtle signs and it is really important. It is the only vessel you have to get you through life. So brush your teeth, use floss, you know, do simple things that (laughs) will... Use floss. I mean, I'm telling you, I turned 52 this year and shit's starting to fall apart. What is some advice that you would give your past self for every decade?
1: So probably like your teens, your 20s and your 30s, start there.
0: Oh, in my teens would be most definitely to um, be cautious with your friends. Not every friend is your friend. Um ooh. And then French. in your 20s, live life. Go out, enjoy. Um eat the food, uh take the trip. Um but in, don't crack your knuckles. In, don't crack your knuckles. In in the third in your 30s, I would say, you know, start focusing on yourself. Um it's really important as you go through life that you pay attention to the people around you. Um those toxic people seem like they're your friends or they're, they're your loved ones or something, but pay attention to what they say versus what they do. What they do is most important. Um, in your 40s and 50s, That's live all life. Age. That's yeah. just old. Y'all old. Hey. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I resemble that remark.
1: You're just kidding. What is a memory that you would want... I lied. What would you want done in memory of you after you (laughs) passed? And I had that question too. What's like a, maybe we can go a little bit more of your personal response here. Um, What is a tradition that you would want, possibly want us to carry on?
0: Oh, a tradition? Family dinners um putting, you are
1: big with that rafael uh, and i yeah. do instill that here. family
0: dinners put even if it's a half an hour um and you're eating mcdonald's at the table put the electronics down
1: we were that family we were not allowed to eat in our room we were not allowed right. to eat in the living room we had to eat at
0: the table all together yep um and and i think that you know it yeah if the kids learn it young, they're going to keep going with it. It's important to have that cohesive time as a family, whether it's you and the dog or you and 17 kids. It, it, it's creating that family environment. And I think that that's what we've gotten away from so much. Um, and quite honestly, with a family, even even if you've got grandparents or aunts and uncles or friends who are older around you, get your kids involved with them um generational knowledge is dying because we're so afraid to spend time with the elderly or someone who you think Mm. is stuffy or something you know stuffy
1: (laughs) hey i'm yeah i no, that's that's very true and i think phones have taken over i mean obviously social media is my job now so i i get it because i have to but also i think kids younger and younger are getting handed ipads to shut them up and and to keep them busy um, and quiet. Yeah. And I understand that. But I do think it's very and without, important to teach.
0: But with that happening, they're losing the ability to make conversation. Oh, yeah. And to look at people and be relatable. Or even go order their own food. Exactly. Or respectful. That's the big thing to me is being respectful of someone else's opinion. I may not like what you have to say. I may not agree with, you have to, with what you have to say. But I should respect what you have to say. I sound just like you now. God, it's weird. What's your best joy in life?
1: I know you're going to say your kids. Um, what's something past that? Do you have a joy that you just... Yes. Lights I, your
0: soul on fire? In last week's episode, we explained some of the timeline. Um, we we went through some of the ups and downs of my life. And I started out as a very, very giving human being. Um, and I lived um, through some things that I, I wouldn't recommend. Um, I actually am able to be back where I am now and be confident and I've reached the point again in my fifties of being that person who is happy doing what I'm doing and I'm able to stand up and say, Hey, no, this isn't right. I want to do this for me. And I think that that to me is huge. Yeah. I love that. So I don't know if that really answered the question. I love
1: that. Um, I lost my mom when I was eight. I am now 23 and I would love to ask her about her first heartbreak. One, I'm so sorry to hear that. A yeah. is unexplain, like unimaginable. I cannot even. What, how do you
0: get through your first heartbreak? First heartbreak. Um, that's really tough. Um, I think it depends on the person that you are um, and what you, what you are finding your comfort zone to be. Um, allow yourself to grieve that heartbreak. Um, find something that makes you happy um, to learn from. Look back at it. Um, what happened? Why did it happen? Um, it, it's really something that it could be different for you than it is for me. Um, but I think it's important to, to recognize that the future um, we'll hold something better for you. I was just about to say that some big sister advice
1: here. Mm -hmm. Um, I've been through some shit and heartbreaks that are unimaginable as well. And they're tough. They're very, very, very tough. Um, especially at that age, because you're like, people are starting to get married kind of at that age. And you're like, what am I going, what's going on? Just know that there is exactly like you said, there is so much more coming for you. Um, and I know that's so cliche to say, and some people are like, yeah, yeah, whatever. Like, but when, where we don't know. That's right. like the cool part of life is you just don't know. Just go live your life. And there's something so beautiful in being single too. Some people are like, God, I just, I was just talking to someone back in California about this and they were talking about being single. And I was like, it is so powerful in today's day and age to be single, buy a house, be able to live on your own, right. support yourself, be your own friend. Like that is, that's a, that is a whole new power that people are having it used to be like you had to get married you had to have kids you popped them out and then people were so unhappy and I think it's very important for people to start knowing who they are and your early 20s is really where you find that and if I could go back and sit in my singlehood and say this is so cool actually like because one day you're gonna wake up and you're gonna find that person and then you're gonna be married and you're gonna have a house and you're never gonna be alone again there's something so beautiful and powerful in that as well but um I don't know. I just think it's, it's something that I wish I could look back on and be like, you know what? I wish I could go back and, and really just love myself and figure out what I want, set my own standards for
0: myself, for my next boyfriend who's going to be husband, right. all that stuff. So, Well, the thing to remember too is that even though it's painful now, it has, it has opened a door to something bigger and better.
1: Absolutely. This is kind of a broad one. How to plan a life after you. We lost my dad suddenly after a 14-year cancer journey, and we were mm. never ready Even still, I wish I could have asked for things he would want his grandchildren to know. I do have that question later on. So just do the first half. How do you plan a life after your parents are gone? Like when you go, what
0: you You just keep going. And and see, that's where I'm at right now with losing both of my parents last year and going through, I was the executor on both estates. There's a lot of things that I learned um, that I would... Do different, um, and that's what I've started to do. My husband and I went, uh, and I had a goal that within the year of 2022, my end-of-life paperwork would be completed, and we did that because I don't want my children to go through what I went through with my parents. Um, I think that's very important, It's been brutal.
1: Especially you're asking them, what do you have set up? Right. Um, How do we get started? That is a big blessing about my stepmom is she took care of everything with my dad. Granted, they were... Like that she was just the head of household in that sense and all. So I didn't have to worry about anything. Um, other than just like moving on. And, and we're very thankful that that had happened that way. She knew right. what was going on. But I think it is important to ask and say, what do you want? Um, how do you want to go? How do you want to be buried? Um, if I know that you have like a, a DNR, like you don't want to be brought back if shit right. goes south. Um, stuff like that. Really just sitting down and asking those questions to your parents of like, or your loved ones, or even me and Raphael have sat down and been like, I know it's kind of early, but God forbid something happens. Like, how do you want to be taken care of? Um, and vice versa. So-
0: Be open with your children. It's not a tab. It, It used to be such a taboo subject. People didn't want to talk about marriage. They didn't want to, or pardon me, money. They didn't want to think about what would happen when they died. So things were kept very close to the vest. And the more you talk about it with your children or your loved ones, they'll know what to do to respect your wishes. Again, we're back to the respect. Oh, yeah. So that's huge. And also their house.
1: Right. Think like, I don't know your household. I don't know where anything is. Think of that kind
0: of stuff, or even just simple. Where's your dog food? Where's your HVAC? What do you want done with the dog or the pet afterwards? I mean, some people have tortoises that are going to outlive them, and maybe their children. Oh God, that's going on Goodwill. So (laughs) don't mean that Goodwill. (laughs) Horse is going to be so destroyed. uh, so it's really important, you know, um, I've actually started making a list of my passwords, of my accounts, of who gets what, when, where, and how. Um, my you son have set up
1: a will as well. We've set
0: up a will, but but it doesn't equate to anything specific in the will.
1: Okay.
0: Um, so there's certain things that I know my son wants. There's certain things that I know that my daughter will get. Um, so those are the types of things that I'm starting to make a list of now, and my daughter will have all of that information, hopefully within the next year.
1: What was your biggest fear facing parenthood? I have been seeing seed symbiotic DS01 everywhere. And I figured it was time to try it out because you guys know I love anything and everything gut health. Gut health does not just affect your digestive system. I don't understand. I don't think people understand how much it affects like your overall health and not only that, but like your skin, your readiness for the day. I just love when my gut is in line, I'm in line. When I'm in line, life is in line. So Seed is sharing a code with Human 2 listeners and I'm super excited for you guys to try them out. You are going to get 25% off to see if you like them just as much as I do. Trust your gut with Seeds DS01. Daily Symbiotic, go to seed.com slash human two. That's all one word. And use code 25 human two to get 25% off your first month. So that's two five human two, all one word. That's 25% off your first month of seeds DS01. Daily Symbiotic at seed.com slash human two with code 25 human two.
0: Not being my parents.
1: Oh. <laughs> and then there's me. I'm like, I want to be. I think that's a, that's a cool thing too, is like generational traumas have finally started to be broken. And I think that's very, I worked very powerful. hard
0: to break those generational yeah, taboos and, and here we are. So
1: what um are you most proud of that I've accomplished
0: in this lifetime? Every day is a new day. Um, so there's something I find to be proud of you every day um, at this point. Doing this with you, talking to these people who have taken the time and through her asked me questions, amazes me. Um, The fact that you're able to help people, that I see things online, um, or meet people out who've said that you've changed their life and helped them, I i'm floored yeah she's been stopped by people because you live yeah. in a very teeny tiny town yeah about twenty thousand people and you've
1: been you've had encounters where you've met where people have followed me and you're like holy shit yeah it makes a big
0: difference <laughs> it-
1: i was like sheila you can't be out there getting trashed like you kind of watch what you say to everybody now i'm like sorry <laughs> yeah um are you truly happy in your
0: life oh i'm ecstatic in my life Good, right I now. i love
1: that for you um what did you think of as soon as you found out about me? Like, when you were pregnant, you took that test. What was your first thought? Oh, fuck.
0: About you or about, the, about your brother? Either way. Okay. Wow. Um, I, oh, I, I, it was Valentine's Day when I found out about you, and I went in because I had back pain, and they wanted to do an x-ray and said, could you be pregnant? And I went, I'm married. I don't know. I'm, I guess? And they said I was pregnant, and all I thought was, "Holy crap! How am I going to do this again?" Um, I, I will tell you that I I started planning the the surprise for my husband, I your your dad. True. So that was why and the you card put it was in made. A card, and, yeah, yeah. My dad
1: didn't get it. And she he, signed it. He was oblivious. <laughs> You signed it. What me, the brother, and the baby, and he was and like, the "Baby, yeah." If you had to read it what three times at He's, least, yeah. I think I put that story on TikTok. So yeah. if you really want to go find it, it's probably it's under there. my dad's playlist. Um, what did you think I would do when I was as my for my career as a child? When I was growing up, what did you think I was going to be?
0: I actually thought that you would do something with arguing, whether a lawyer or. I a, get that a lot. Dad yeah. said
1: that too. He was like, "You should have yeah. been a lawyer."
0: Yeah, you 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 have this idea of your beliefs you stand up for what you feel is right and you are a very good <laughs> you're very good at that but what's funny is i'm not confrontational so like i could you're never not confrontational, no but you love to debate yeah and and debate That's the true. proper what you feel is proper
1: what's the favorite childhood memory you have of me like when i was a kid god there's a lot of fun ones
0: wow oh <laughs> flag football that's what you think there's so many I She's mean, like
1: that's all I could think of I, I, you know what I thought no. you were gonna say uh, well there's so many but um one that just came to mind do you remember when I would do those high kicks walking through the house
0: but I had socks on yes. and I busted ass yes, one busted day ass. you know the one I the one that hit me just now is the guinea pig your brother had wanted a hedgehog and I got him a guinea pig for his 12th birthday and they were due to come up to Minnesota for the summer. And it was like, oh, crap, what do we do with the guinea pig now? And so this one is 10 years old. She turns around and grabs the phone book and goes down. Mom, what airline are we going on? I said, OK, we're going on Delta or Southwest or something. And the next thing I know is she's on the phone talking to customer service, trying to find out if they can bring the guinea pig. I went, what the hell? Yeah. If you were to die, I do remember that. Mm-hmm.
1: I literally was like, can I bring my guinea pig? <laughs> it wasn't even my fucking guinea pig. If you, could, if you were to die today. What would be like the last thing that you would want us to know, like if you were to say to me individually, "What was something that you would want me to know
0: that you are the woman I always wanted to be?
1: That's scary. I'm so sorry <laughs> I'm <just kidding. laughs> um how do you parent like how do you adult?
0: Uh, Nobody knows adulting I think that's so is important. such a misnomer because quite honestly it's y- age is just a number and you're just dealing with more responsibility it's not even adulting
1: we uh we were at a child's birthday party the other day and my husband and one of his friends that's single without children said holy shit like talking about their other friend who was hosting the party because it was his kid Mm -hmm. they were like holy shit he's a real adult he has kids and i'm like kids don't define being an adult because you think that like as an adult you're like oh they're real adults like when you're a parent you're real adult You know, like you call the parents You're like ask the mom in the room. The mom's got to know. Nobody knows. Nobody knows how to adult. I think fake it till you make it is such the realist fucking saying that's out there. I think it's so funny to me when I hear that because I'm like, that's so real. Or like if you watch my life on social media and we were just talking about this last night too, people think it's so glamorous because you post the good everybody right. does i think that's what it's so important to have these conversations and to just share nobody knows what they're doing a, a trauma surgeon walks in not knowing what's happening they don't know the situation but you figure it out you save right. the life you get out of there you get your job done you get paid and you go home like nobody knows what
0: is coming you, you make the best decision at that time and it's not always the best decision but it was what was presented and decided upon when you get there, and I think that again, historically, we we try to meet certain goals. Uh, you you graduate high school. It's oh, when are you going to co- going to go to college? Which college are you going to? Oh, I'm not. And then people seem disappointed. You have to live your life for you, not according to anyone else's timeline or goal setting. You know, there's but peop- also if you make those decisions, you have to live with you your have own decisions. to live with your own decisions. So, you know, don't try to meet everyone else's benchmarks.
1: I agree with that. I I really agree with that. I think it's, that's where I was even just saying, like, last week when I, or a couple weeks ago when I did the birth control episode um, with my girlfriend Savannah, she makes a different decision for her body and for her right. life. And I respect her, love her to death, no matter what she does in this lifetime, She's able to make those choices. I'm able to say, no, I don't want to make those choices. And it's okay. You can still be amicable. You can still have friendships. You can still move on with your life. You can maybe, or I could say, you know what, Savannah, you and I are no longer friends based on the decisions you've chosen or based on the things that, you know, like just do what's best for you. I am a huge advocate for that. But also again, back to the respect thing, do it in the most respectful the way that you know how and right. you'll get through. Yep. Uh, but I think it is really, really important to just continue to remind everybody, nobody knows what's going on. You just wake up and you just figure it out. So- Don't feel lost in the sauce. Um, What is something that you, I can do to honor you after you pass?
0: Wow, that's a really good question. Um, I know you and I have actually talked about, I've I've got certain music I want played at a a memorial. I don't really want a memorial. I want. You want a celebration of life. I I want you guys to go out and have fun and remember the good times with me. Um, So yeah, I think that's that's really important.
1: Okay. What's your favorite flower? Rose. Rose. I knew that. What's your favorite color? Green. Really? Mm-hmm. What's your favorite food?
0: Anything. That's
1: true. You a fat bitch. Hey, yeah. It's
0: okay.
1: <laughs> I'm just kidding. Um, what is your favorite vacation that you've been on? Europe. Okay. What's one that you have in the future that you want to do before your time?
0: uh we want to go back to scotland and ireland
1: really you want to go back you will go you will go to again yeah we've actually
0: looked at at buying a house over there really Mm -hmm. that'd be fun what are your thoughts on death on your own on my own death are you scared of it i am scared of it um i'm scared of it because it's over no no um because i don't know when it's coming and I don't want there to be things that I have left unsaid or undone. So get them said and get them done. I'm working on it.
1: I think that's something that um, I, I, I hold a lot of sadness in my heart because one, I don't think my dad was ready to die. Um, I think he, I know he loved this life. He loved his children. But then I also go into, I've told you this before and I've told a lot of people this. I feel like he was ready. Like what else did he do with his life? He did the same shit all day, every day. Did he love his children? Absolutely. But he couldn't live through us every single second. Right. So there there's bits and pieces where I go back and forth of like, I feel really sad. That like, I know damn well the day my dad died and his spirit was still in that room with us. He was bawling like a fucking baby. He was so upset to be gone. He was so upset knowing he, that that he was, was it. He was
0: upset that he caused you guys pain.
1: Well, that too. But like, I, I really do know that my dad was sad. Yes. And that was what hurt me right away is that I know he wasn't ready. But now looking back, I'm like, I feel like... Like, I can't imagine him in that new house that they were building. He didn't, he wasn't really excited. Like, there were so many things that were transpiring in his life that I was like, you know, I just kind of, I can, whatever. So, um, how, this is uh, a really fucking good Uh-oh. one. I'm really excited about <laughs> Let me about get this. prepped. How are you going to come back to show me signs? What is something, oh God, that's going to make me cry. I look for my dad in birds. Obviously, you know that.
0: That's a really good question, Catherine. I don't. I don't know. I mean, I like when I'm out there, I know um,
1: another creator that I was talking to in the Bahamas. She had lost her grandma and she's posted publicly. um, She had said her grandma comes back in owls Mm -hmm. and she had just posted online that she's now having a baby girl and she saw a pink owl a couple days before they found out the gender and she knew what it was going to be based on the signs from her grandma. And she also knew the day that they were getting engaged because there was an owl sitting outside. So like that—that's—that's that's interesting to me. That—that that was so specific.
0: Yeah, and I think, you know, you know that I love the outdoors. Um, I, I, I can't pick a thing. Honestly, I, I don't know how I would do it. Okay, I would ask for
1: ladybugs because that's when I see a ladybug, I immediately am like, "Oh my mom!" So, if you can't think of one, I got one for you.
0: <laughs> I just know that when you were gone, when you were little. And we would be on the phone. I would tell you to look up at the moon and I would look up at the moon and we would know that we were under the same moon. Mm -hmm. So
1: I do remember that as a kid when
0: we were when
1: we would be at dad's. Yeah. This one is not a personal one to us, but it's personal to someone else. I lost my mom suddenly and she died alone. Oh, I'm sorry. Do you know that? I wonder if she knew how loved she was.
0: I'm sure she felt it. I'm sure of it. My husband and his siblings lost their mother uh, alone and they each loved that woman and she knew it. She knew it. She had, yeah, there's, there's no way she didn't not know it, honey.
1: Oh, it's hard. I can't imagine. I had, um, just went on that trip last week and, uh, I was sitting next to this girl and she was part of the trip and she would ask about my social media journey and obviously my dad got brought up and she had learned that he had just passed and and she was like I actually just lost my mom a couple three years ago and uh but she was battling cancer for quite some time and you know I don't know I think that's a nasty death I hate cancer beyond all belief I hate slow deaths I would almost rather You know what? I don't know because the tragic way that dad went, I just, I think that was really hard too because again, I didn't have these conversations, but she was able to say, I was able to have these conversations with my mom knowing that she was going to go. So I go back and forth on like, there's no great way to die. I mean, it sucks either way. Um, but I just, just knowing that they're going to go, is just such a hard
0: I don't know what I would want. I'll, I'll answer that from my perspective. I mean, obviously, I lost both of my parents last year and then your father. But yours was... Your parents my father, were slow. slow. Both of my parents were slow. The problem was, was that my father ended up having a stroke. So we weren't sure what was... He wasn't able to communicate as clearly. Yeah. Um, but he was open and answered questions for us. Yeah. My mother ended up with dementia. And so the last quite a long time. She didn't even know who I was. And I think that hurt every time I saw her. Yeah. Um, and so for me, it was more of a relief that she was not suffering any longer. The same thing with my father. He wasn't suffering. Your dad hurt because it was sudden. I, I, there's just different things. Everyone yeah. is different.
1: I think um, some speaking on your behalf, um, my apologies, but your Ma- Papa was probably, I would assume, probably the harder one,
0: because it's, Papa was harder. Yeah, it's
1: a man, and you think of your dad as strong, and and he was a very strong and independent man for quite some time. Um, so I, I couldn't imagine that either, and he just decayed very, very quickly. And I think that very was quickly. your guys's hardest part was seeing someone that you love so dearly and, and a strong male figure in your life just, yeah, quickly wilt. So yep. I again, I don't know. I think that's so, um. I don't know. I just wouldn't want that for anybody.
0: The one thing that I think is very important is that if you do have someone who is suffering, uh ask them the questions, talk to them. Don't don't no, don't even not even people that are suffering. Any sit down. A, a, anyone. Don't have the regrets once they're gone.
1: I agree. Don't, don't have the regrets. I, I really agree with that. And that's something that I think you and I can both speak heavily on, of, especially with our dads. I don't, I can't speak for your mother. Um, and I was not necess- I was not close with your parents as I, um, as you would think like a lot, the grandchild right. and grandparents were, um, but I don't have any regrets when it comes to my dad. There's not a single thing. I joked with him. I know that that was something that the day before he had passed, he was like, I'm sick and tired of being everybody's butt of the joke.
0: But he and, loved every and, second of yeah, it. He and the even the next said day that to when, me.
1: When he died, I was like, damn, like, did dad really think I just sat there making fun of him his whole life? Like, mm. so kind of right away I was like, damn, that was like one of the last things he said. But then I was like, no, he literally loved it and he picked he on everybody else. So yep. um, what's something Okay, so these are okay. these are kind of me to you. What's something that you're proud of that you've accomplished in your lifetime? Not children, but like something that you've accomplished.
0: I support my household. That is powerful it it's me. I've built my life i I'm married, my husband has given me the opportunity to become the strong woman and the supporter and we've we've gone against what everyone thinks is the social norm of the man being the breadwinner yes. et cetera. I'm proud of the fact yeah. that my husband has been retired for three years. he's home taking care of me, and he loves every second of it.
1: I love that for him, so yeah. I want to be him. <laughs> favorite part of each of us. So older brother and I.
0: I think each of you have.
1: No, individually. What does he have that you're most, that's your favorite part of him?
0: My empathy. Okay. What do I have? My strength.
1: Um, what would you change about each of us individually?
0: Um, his confidence. Oh, yeah. I wish we could give him more of that. Mm-hmm and you oh god your bullheadedness really mm-hmm
1: I like that uh, you yeah yeah <laughs> what's something of our dad that we got that you like individually
0: you're gonna hit me for this if one if you say my nose I'm gonna <laughs> kick you do not say that go personality please personality okay um I don't want to get kicked um I think for you it's the positivity for, of your father That man was a walking negative red fucking flag. That man could walk and be negative and make people smile. And so that to me I view as a positive.
1: Okay. Okay. What about brother?
0: His dedication. Dedication to family and to.
1: Yeah. The wrong people. Mm -hmm. Uh, He's he's a. Go where the hand feeds him kind of guy. Okay. Um what's the worst kind of trouble that you ever got into?
0: You were never arrested, were you? Never arrested. I it's a spin on that. The worst kind of trouble that I ever got into was not knowing my own boundaries and not knowing toxicity, mm-hmm. and I spent 15 years in the worst relationship. Going I consider in, that trouble.
1: Going into relationships, mm when did you know so let's start how did you know to walk away from a past relationship I think that's good advice for a mom to give
0: how do you know when to walk away I was so busy focused on being the mom and being the wife that I didn't take time I didn't take the time to 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 observe the the situation so I knew that it was right when I took the time and looked at what was really happening in my life and I realized oh shit I'm in deep and I'm in trouble and I recognized that my children were getting affected speak in the sense of you're speaking to me so say I'm in a bad relationship okay speak
1: like I'm the one going through it and I want to call my mom but you're gone so I'm Mm, in a bad relationship how do I know when to walk away
0: follow your gut your gut will tell you there's something wrong there's I think something if you're questioning if you're even questioning yeah. Is if this you're right? questioning you know they always say that you know look people look through phones to find or they have yeah, the lack of trust and the stuff. lack of trust if you think that there's a lack of if you feel there's a lack of trust that there's no trust.
1: But I will, I'll spin a little bit on that because I was in a really bad relationship and the the trust was horrible. So when I first got with Raphael, I felt like I needed to go through his stuff just to prove that he wasn't who I was with previously. To this day, I have still never been through his phone. I have full access to Mm -hmm. it and I'm on it all the time, but I've never gone like, oh, he's in the shower. Like, So I will say that there's, so if you're maybe basing that off of a past relationship, know when your, your cut is bleeding onto a new relationship. So. True. Don't let an old wound. And I've said that previously because I think that is really good advice. Like if you're if you're having hesitancies, but make sure your hesitancies aren't because of something else um, that you haven't fully moved on
0: from. And now honest with yourself. Yeah.
1: So I just I did want to say that because, again, like I've been in those shoes where I was sitting in bed like, ooh, should I go through his phone? And then I'm like, wait, am I going? Then
0: this is way early on. This is before we were even dating, really. But But I did the same thing with Peter. Yeah, I actually had those thoughts and I went, you know what? He hasn't given me a reason to yes. question him. There
1: we go. Love that. How do you know when a relationship is right? So again, speaking to me as a child, not for yourself, but when when did you know Raphael was right for me? Or when did you say like, hey, cat, like he's the one. Like when do you, what, what did you look for in my relationship where you're like, she's good and she's
0: solid with this guy? I think with you, I watched the way that he treated you and the way that he allowed you to to be different than him but to support you whether he saw what was right for you and he supported that I love that yeah
1: and I've always said that like we are polar opposites but we both um, push each other up even if we don't understand it which is always something that's really big to me is making sure I don't have to see your side I don't have to understand your side but I can respect it because you're not me and I'm not you Right. So I do love that. This is one that I don't want you to answer, but I think it is very important for people to know about their parents. Um, family history. Mm. I don't know much on my dad. I have very little history. Obviously, now knowing that his heart condition was not, in fact, a cardiac arrest. It was something real that we can go in and look at. We don't know if my dad's dad died when he was eight. I don't know what he passed from originally. They just said that he slipped and fell, um, but now knowing what dad went through, was it a heart issue? Was it something else? Because the way that he died, I don't think really an autopsy was feasible, I guess. Um, so I think that's really important. If you're listening to this, ask about your family's history. Um, we know obviously your family has a lot. They went through a lot. There was a lot of mental health issues. Um, mm-hmm. Then dementia kicked in in your mom's side heavily. Mm-hmm. Um, she lost a brother to it, right? Pretty rapidly. He was
0: 62.
1: And also her mom, right? Yes so that does make me anxious in our lifetime of god forbid one day i hope to not get that i think that's some i think that's probably the scariest worst death to go through of i just at that point you're just not you i don't i wouldn't want to be here um but everyone deals with that in different ways Mm -hmm. so i think it's good to ask your family history go through those questions with your parents um what is okay so speaking to a child that's that's lost a parent um Uh, like me, right? And you witnessed everything. What's advice that you have to go on
0: past them? Remember that the, remember the gifts that they gave you. Um, look for the good in them. Um, when someone dies, sometimes skeletons come out of the closet and just recognize that they respect the fact that they made their decisions and it may be different than what you would decide at this point. And
1: you can't go back and change it. You can't it. go back
0: and change it. You know, living in the past is, is not where people need to be. I think um, that
1: was good. That was really good. I think that's a really good answer yeah. um, because that's true. Like there's more that comes out or just even like last week's episode where mm-hmm. there was some things that you relate to me that I was like, oh, I didn't know that. Right. It is what it is. I mean, I can't go back and change it. I can't go back and fight him on it. What am I going to do? I'm not going to dwell on it. It sucks, but. Right. Um, I asked you already, what are traditions you would want us to keep? What is something that you're looking forward to in your later years of life?
0: I want to, I would love to live closer to you regardless of where it's at so that I could spend more time and have coffee dates with you. Cute. I love that. Um. If I'm blessed with grandchildren uh, on your timeline... I would be more than happy to be that grandma who comes over and cooks with them and teaches them. And it's yeah. Do you want grandkids? Do you hope for that? Is that something
1: that you like envisioned your whole life as having grandkids? No. Is it something that you,
0: I, I never put my wants on you guys. I never expected you to get married. I never expected. Um, is it a want? Yeah. I'd love to have grandkids. But I've never expected it. That's on you. That's your decision in your life.
1: I also think you have a cool blessing of your brothers. Um, right. Even your brother that's very close to you. Right. He had children much, much later. So my cousins right. on your side, who's the oldest? 13? He is 12. 12. So I have cousins that are 12, which are basically you kind of... And the
0: youngest will be two. Yeah. So I. Yes. So they're kind of like your It's like grandchildren. I mean, you also have to remember that, you know, the brother who was 16 and a half years younger than me... I was there when his kids were born. Yeah. So you kind of got that. I was, uh, yes, it was like grandma fill. because I feel like he was my kid at, at yeah. times. So you so. got that Phil,
1: So that's yeah. kind of nice, which mm-hmm. does alleviate some pressure. But I think that is important to know. Um, you just have to do what's best for you. Right. Um, I do feel a sadness in me knowing my dad really, really wanted grandkids. Mm-hmm. I think he would have been the coolest, most fun grandpa ever. Um, he did say he really wanted to retire to watch them once because um, his one of his best friends, um steve retired and is now the nanny basically for his grandkids and he loves it he thinks it's like the coolest thing ever and my dad thought that was so fun yeah and they even talked about doing like play dates with the kids i'm like oh god um (laughs) Uh. but i think that's important to just know that don't don't do it just because your parents want you to and even weddings like i felt like we needed a (laughs) wedding for everyone
0: else what did i tell you yeah
1: I know so just do what's best for you your spouse your family whatever that may look like just do what's that what's something that you would tell someone in their early 20s like your child what was what's something that you wish you could go back and tell me or say like I'm in my early talk to one of the boys the younger boys what's
0: something you would want to tell them be true to yourself if it's not feeling comfortable for you uh if you are being made to do things or or behave a certain way because you feel it's expected of you, you're in the wrong place.
1: I love that. What's something unresolved that you still want to clear up before your time?
0: Wow. Um, This one's (laughs) true. Oh, I would like the drama of this year to play itself out and and things to be worked out and be back to and i'm i'm talking my family um yeah because you guys
1: had some stuff that you guys went through too afterwards and
0: yeah death changes people and like you said it not only
1: that but people have different personalities and i think I think that's where I'm learning with siblings of we're not all the same people just because we came from the same sack,
0: like right. Very doesn't
1: mean that we're the same people. And I, and that's where it's important to realize that, um, I think a lot of people lack the respect. And, um, I think the, the bullheaded people really think that everybody should be how they think that they should be. Right. And I think that's where I'm struggling of just, just stepping back and letting my brothers be who they want to be. And I think what your situation is, is that the they're not taking that step back to just let the people be how they want to be, right? Um so I w- I would say that's a good answer. Yeah. Because I think that does kind of transpire into everybody. Mhm. Um and like you said death does bring out a lot of death emotions.
0: And death and long flights are <laughs> have definitely been the catalyst this this past year. Yeah. So,
1: yeah, and you're you're definitely the peacekeeper. So mm. as um Yeah as your child, I kind of hate that because I feel like it weighs a lot on you. And I know you and I got in that fight, not a fight, but I was like very upset when I don't remember when we were down there, was it Papa's funeral and you were just trying to clear up the house. And it was like, I just felt like shit kept getting put on your shoulders and you were like getting sick, physically sick. And I was like, stop somebody yeah. fucking step up and do something. Um, so I get where you come from and that you want to be the peacekeeper, but also it's okay to not be the peacekeeper. Right. It's okay to step back and be like, you know what? Fuck it. Like if you guys don't want to get along, I don't give a shit. And I'm going to get done what I need to get done.
0: You do the same. Right. And that argument changed me because I was able to see it from her eyes. And I was able to step back and recognize that there's multiple people who need to be responsible for themselves. Yeah. And I was able to draw that line in the sand as the I adage think goes. Almost
1: after death, you need to put a business hat on. Everybody, not just like the executor of the estate, all siblings, all children, Everybody needs to put a business hat on. Get out of your feelings. Right. Yes, it's a very stressful time, but almost like mute that, turn that off for a couple days until you get shit figured out. Obviously, you guys were in a totally different situation. If I was in that situation later on in life, I would mm-hmm. hope that my brother could do the same of like, just turn your feelings off. Granted, with the way my dad died, everything was already figured out. Right. So really, everyone was able to just start emotions, feeling and, and all that. But I think I think you just need to shut up, put your business hat on and... Just do what you need to do. Um, I know that sounds really cold because like that sucks. And there's there's some people that can't just do that. But I think it's you need to try your best. Take out the trash, walk the dog, whatever needs to be done. Just just start doing things that need to be done so mm-hmm. everybody can get to their emotion phase. Right. Um, and I think I think a lot of people don't they go either way too emotion not too emotional they go way emotional and shut down which is totally okay in some senses but there's the other people that go into business mode no feelings at all you got to have like a an even keel balance and and it, it's just very weird especially right. more kids that are involved it, it gets even different harder. people
0: handle it differently yeah
1: but i do wish that that was something that like i do wish that because grieving is so different for everyone we've talked about that but i do wish there was like one day or even like a week where like your body just went into like robot mode everybody like I just I just wish that was kind of a real thing
0: 2022 was so a blur
1: I just wish like I could have done that and I feel like I kind of went into that mode like right away when dad died I went into big sister mode of like just get everybody home Mm -hmm. then I went into daughter mode not for you but for my stepmom of like we got to get home to her she's alone like my mode went straight into everybody else and making sure shit got done picking flowers, making sure your arrangements were taken care of, and then shit started to hit the fan. So I was like, then I was like, fuck it. Like, I'm just going to deal with this however I want to deal with this because y'all got this figured out and anything that I'm doing is wrong anyways. So I might as well just take a step back and, and whatever. We're getting off topic there. <laughs> um. But I, I just, I kind of do wish that everyone was able to just go straight on to like, let's get shit done. Let's get him buried or cremated, however it goes. And then let's start piecing together. But I feel like That's not realistic. I know that's not realistic. So whatever. What's something that you would want me to do with my children? Not me to like not a tradition of sitting at the table something like that. What's something that you did with us as kids or that you would want me to do with my kids?
0: Okay, there's one thing that that I hear about quite a bit from you that I didn't do. Ooh, and that's family vacations. Taking the time to be together, unplugged. Uh, focused and just being I would have loved to have taken you guys on a cross-country road trip Um, you know I don't think it needs to be expensive yeah no it doesn't just, you know what, children don't care about the newest phone or the biggest house or they care about the fact that they've got somebody that they can come to who loves them and respects them and allows them to be open in who they are. They love unconditional love and that's they what they it. really
1: want. They need it. Yeah. We, I talk about that with one of my brothers mm-hmm. um, of the unconditional love. Right. And I don't feel like every mom gives that. I think it's sometimes a transactional. Everyone obviously is different and parenting right. is is subjective if to the person. Children don't come with a book. Right. But um, I think that's something that one of my brothers struggles with is something that I feel. Because I'm like, I didn't have to go through that. And it is a pain that I, I wish I could take from him. Because I'm like, every child does deserve
0: that, that love from their mother. Um, and it is... And it could be different for every child. Yeah. You could have 10 children and each one, there could be three that are completely different. You have to watch your children and recognize. I have a question for you and this is from someone else.
1: This is not from me, but I think this would relate to you and your relationship with your mother and it might sting a little so you don't have to answer this. Okay. Why did she not love me like the way she loved my brothers? What is and what was wrong with me?
0: Nothing was wrong with me nothing is wrong with you your mother and i'm going to answer this from my perspective my mother had different opinions between what a girl should be and, and a boy should be my mother my mother had some demons in her own closet and she didn't deal with those i think
1: she projects i think that's she a projection on herself did. that they're projecting onto you yes if i if i can speak on that i think that's yeah. most likely what it is
0: yeah Uh, you know, your mother, my mother um, saw things differently. Um, I have one brother who got the same treatment that I did. I was never good enough. I was never pretty enough. I was never smart enough. Um, And I think a lot of it is the fact that our personalities didn't mesh. Because now talking to that other brother, he and I are so like our dad. Um, And I really do think that my mother had demons with my dad um, and she did project that onto us so the ones that were like her hung the moon and stars the ones that were not like her and were more like my dad
1: yeah I think it's okay to know that though and to just know that not everybody gets the best mom never not everybody not everybody is okay to be a parent that like it, it you don't go through a training course to have sex. You don't go through a training right. course to be pregnant. You don't, don't go through a training course to be parents. Right. I think it's important um, to be the best parent that you can be. But also I think it's important if you don't have that solidity with your parents to, to know that, you don't have to be them and you don't have to have their approval in this lifetime, right. whether you love them or not, or they love you or not. I don't have to, I love you dearly, but I don't have to do what you want me to do. Correct. Whether you hate me or not, I don't have to do what you want me to do. And I think it's really important to just have your own confidence in yourself and to just know, you know, sometimes we just, maybe you're here to be. And I think maybe that, that like, maybe you're here to full circle it. right. Like, you you went through the things that you went through with your mom to be a better mom right and maybe you who asked that question yeah. maybe that's your trajectory in life is is to change that
0: break and to, that stigma yeah or, or yeah
1: but don't let it consume you and i know that's that's easier said than done especially because i come from a mom that was very loving and caring and and um attentive no matter what we did or chose in this lifetime but i i do think it's very important to know that you don't have to be everything that she wants you to be.
0: And you're okay being you. I think
1: I'm human too. Um, some question is, was asked um, about like the credit talk and insurance and taxes. You know, I actually, I wish parents would know more of that because it's a new world. But, you know, I wouldn't go to my parents for that. I would go to the social media. I, I know that sounds silly, but like social, not social media in the sense of social media of like Instagram or TikTok, but there is so much knowledge online. Raphael has come from, and we've wanted to talk about finances and stuff like this. Raphael's come from somebody and people that knew nothing. You had very bad experiences with credit. Um, Right. And uh, respectfully, I would not want to go to you for some of those questions. You come to us for some of those. I come to you, yeah. Raphael sat there for hours and hours on end, months, like I kid you not, he studied the stocks for two plus years. He studied, he has gone through every book he could to figure it out on his own. The knowledge is out there. He did not go to college for it. He is not a finance bro. Um, he's not a tax guy. Like just right. Just start looking like Google it. Everybody has the same Google. One of my brothers calls me for stuff all the time. I'm like, you and I have the same fucking Google. Like, I don't have that answer for you. He'll call me for a phone right. number to a place. And I'm like, Google it. I don't know what
0: to tell you. Um, I, I think the thing is, is we... When you have those questions about insurance and taxes and things along that line, be open to learning. Yeah. I think if your parents do know, they do teach you. Right. It, it, but the thing is, is that you need to be open to learning and and everybody's got something to teach you. No matter what it yeah. is, you have to look for those learning opportunities. And I've always said the day I stop learning is the day that that I'll be dead because there's something I can learn from someone every day. Yeah. Be I open agree. to it.
1: Yeah. That's really good. And that saying of you learn something new every day is, I think, very true. Mm -hmm. I think everybody learns something new every day. Right. Um, But I I definitely think anything tax-related, finance-related, insurance, any of that stuff, if your parents aren't talking about it, it's probably because they don't know. And that's okay. Financial literacy is not taught in school. No. Um, So, but I do think we are in a world where everything is literally at our fingertips. If you are not knowledgeable, that's on you at that point. Like, I don't blame you for not teaching me about credit. I don't blame you for any of that stuff. I go... OK, well, how do I learn um, or even like real estate? We're learning that. And and like that is something that's a whole new world to us. But we're not mad that our parents didn't know that. If anything, we're excited that like we get to go out there and find this. And, right. and we don't have Raphael and I were talking about this the other day. Like we don't have to come from rich to to figure it out. Like I think some people I think different.
0: It's really good because none of, none of your parents are rich. <laughs> <laughs>
1: but we were talking about that of like you think that the rich kids know it all and it's like no but obviously they have different um they've had opportunities yeah opportunities in life but i do de- i definitely think you don't have to come from upper
0: class to no, learn that you stuff. do not the opportunities so, are out there you look for them you find them and you use what's good for you yeah it's absolutely. an individual situation
1: all right what else we got anything else what's something that you would want to tell
0: Anything. What's something you want to say before we wrap this one up? Oh my goodness. That's leaving it wide open. Um, Social media is beautiful in the fact that we, the algorithms, show you what you are interested in. But it's not always real life. Um, Life is hard, life is meant to be lived, life is meant to be experienced. Um when something bad happens, look for the good because the bad makes you recognize that there is good. Um and appreciate it more. And, yeah, learn to appreciate what you have and stop looking for that next carrot. Um or why does everyone else have this and I don't? Yeah. yeah. Um I think the big thing is it's, it's beautiful in the fact that I've begun to look at life a little bit differently. Um, you know, you've mentioned, you personally have mentioned that, you know, as you've grown, it's, you can't turn it off. Even when you go out grocery shopping, you get recognized by people. Mm-hmm. So you, from my point of view, you're on 24 seven when you're outside of this house. Yeah. Um, People are human and we're going to make mistakes. Uh, have some grace when you do see people making mistakes because you're not perfect. Um, and also have grace for yourself when you're making mistakes. Absolutely. Uh, you know, there was a saying, you don't throw stones when you live in a glass house. Right. And, you know, I, I live by that adage. Yeah. I'm not perfect, my children. I've been open with them about the decisions I've made, about the, about the problems that I've had from my decisions, um, how f- I wish I would have done things differently. Um, you know, I, I think the big thing is, and, and you know, I used to say this, keep your head down and your helmet on. Mm-hmm. You know, things are going to happen. Um, don't live in fear, but
1: live to the fullest.
0: Live to the fullest of, of the best of your ability.
1: Um, you had brought up social media. I kind of wanted to ask you this. What do you feel, what are your thoughts on me being online and being present and basically putting all the TMI out there?
0: You know that there was, um, another influencer that you were with recently that I mentioned. The two of you are very open and honest, the good and the bad. You show your tears. You're not always, you know, not everything's, you know, peaches and cream. Right. Um, I, I think part of me wants to protect you from people who I see commenting negatively online towards you. Um, it is it everywhere. It is everywhere. And I've realized that I mama bear can only be mama bear for so long. Um, I think that you're learning and growing um, and you're able to share that with other people. And that's what makes me proud because you're willing to, to do that and you're willing to take the backlash and the negative comments um to now see your husband being online and (laughs) and having a a presence the two of you people don't understand the relationship that you have all the time and it makes my heart so happy to see you two playing and bantering and enjoying and He mocks you just as much as you mock him. He's so funny. And it's hilarious to see that because you don't expect it. But when he comes out of left field, it's like, whoa. (laughs) Yeah. Big dog's got a voice. (laughs) I always say
1: that about Raphael. He is so funny because when you first meet him, he's like, Mm -hmm. and people are so intimidated by that man. Oh, Yeah. I think they've gotten a totally different view on him now, now that I've publicized a lot of his life um, and who he really is as a person. But I even had said, I don't even think a lot of his family even knew who he kind of was because he was constantly in this who I should be phase. Right. And he hid himself. And now I'm like, he is the funniest motherfucker I've ever (laughs) met in my life. Yes. He is very, very grounded in who he is though, which I really appreciate because he reminds me to be that way of like, Get your shit together and like have your own backbone. Stick up yep. for yourself. Be be okay with sticking up for your, your morals and your values, which I really appreciate about him because I've swayed a lot in the past for relationships, right. friendships, siblings. I've I've swayed and I've been this person that I thought they needed and I lost myself. I got lost in the sauce. And yep. I love that about him of he's like, just because they're family. And we've talked about that many times, whether they're family or friends or or even friends that have become family, it's okay to not be on the same page. Um, But it goes back into, I don't, I'm not you, you're not me, but I I can respect your opinion and you, I hope that you can respect mine. Um, But I really appreciate that about him. I did kind of want to ask something of that. So obviously I'm married, your son is not. Um, What is something in Raphael that is like your favorite quality about him that...
0: I... Could not have picked a better partner for you. Um, Why though? Like what, what is his attribution? He, again, back to he allows you to be you. But he also, without even knowing he does it, sometimes pushes you to be the better person. He looks out for you. Yeah. Um, I know that. Sometimes it's really fucking annoying. Well, I, I know that even this morning in talking to him, I told him how how happy I am that he respects you, but wants you to be protected. Mm-hmm. He, and, and the fact that he is watching out for people taking advantage of you and setting those boundaries um, is huge for me yeah. because I didn't have those tools to teach you and you're learning them now from him. And on the flip side I'm learning them from him. Mm. And I told him that this morning. You know, it's it's seeing some of these things and watching watching the way you're growing. Mm-hmm. Um he's allowing that. And you're able to I know he'll say that it's all you. Um but I've seen you with other with other relationships where you've tried to grow and they've not allowed you to.
1: Yeah. What's something, um, for my older brother's future partner, whomever that may be, what is something that you would hope that
0: they would have as a character trait for him? I think that for him, a trait for him would be the empathy, um, and the strength that, that he's going to need in a partner, Mm -hmm. um, He's a challenging individual sometimes um, and he's very set in his ways um, and I think he he needs somebody to support him and push him too yeah and push him um, yeah I think that that with him he needs somebody that will help him see the light at the end of the tunnel okay and that it's worth it
1: Um, my last one that I would have to wrap up. So obviously you have siblings. Correct. And do your siblings also have children? Mm -hmm. What is something that you would want your siblings to go on with in this lifetime? Because I think of siblings as like, that's your longest relationship you'll ever have. Yes. Um, because that is literally from birth to whenever you go, that is the longest relationship. What is something for your siblings that you would want if you were to go today, them to know that they could look back on and be like,
0: I miss my sister. I want to watch this. that's a really difficult one um you know I think people nowadays there's some people who are afraid of pictures take the pictures ask the questions as a sister I want my brothers to all know and my and my sister that I love them unconditionally they may not always get along they may not always see eye to eye but there's still blood um that doesn't mean they have to be though. It, they don't have it, to be family though. Correct. Okay, fair enough. They don't have to be family because I think it's who you make it. My sorry, I'm just going through similar situations. And nope. And I've got I've got people I can think of two ladies specifically that have been there with me. One our mothers were best friends from second grade on. Mm-hmm. And the other one let me marry her brother. Um, They I consider siblings. Um, I, I think that it's important that the respect and the love be and being open. I don't know. I'm, I feel like I'm not answering the question. No,
1: you're okay. You're okay. Um, I know it's because you have individual relationships and that's kind of how I'm, that's where I'm yeah. struggling too. is like right now I don't feel like we're one solid unit as we used to be. Yeah. And so it's now it's, it's more individual relationships Our, right. and you're kind of the same boat of like you have a relationship with each and in, each individual right. one. Um, But I get where you're saying of like, if you were to go, you would want them to continue on to be a family. But the only reason I stopped you with that is just because some people don't want that and some people, and it is okay to, and we had, we had talked about, um, we don't have to see eye to eye and some people aren't going to fold and that's okay to not fold and not to have that friendship or that relationship any longer. It sucks because obviously as the big sister, you would want everyone to get along and have this peachy keen life, but maybe taking, taking a step back and almost speaking to them individually of like. Because I know that there's something that I can make a a blanket statement to my brothers of like, even if I were to go and you guys weren't friends ever, not any of the three of you got along and you all had your own individual lives, what's something that I would want from you? And as a big sister, I would just want them to go into this lifetime knowing that no matter what life path they choose, I hope that they're happy. I hope that they take care of themselves. I hope that they walk everywhere with our dad's smile and our dad's happiness. I hope that uh, my two younger brothers walk around with their mother's um, strength and and um what does she have that they both have that I, I wish that they would have is is um she just goes in and just gets shit done and both of them sit back like my dad did and are like she has the drive do it for me right. um I want more of them to ha- right. and even will I'm um, sorry even our my older brother has dad's mentality of sit back and let mommy do it for me I don't want that for my brothers right. I want when they're married and have a partner or a wife it's like it, it's like don't make her do everything just because your mommy did it. Like that is something that my brothers have that I want them to know of like step up. Be the man. Be be a bigger person or um, be a helpful person. It doesn't mean just because someone else is doing it for you that they need to. Right. Um, so maybe speak more of like an individualized mm-hmm. but also a blanket of that. I think a lot of your brothers, all of your brother has, brothers have children. They do. I think each and every single one of them try their absolute best, which not a lot of dads have that. They do their absolute best to make sure their children are taken care of. That's an attribute that not a
0: lot of men have. Um, I have a brother, one brother who is a stay-at-home dad. And I think that that is phenomenal. Um, He has given those children so many gifts by being the dad at home. Um, And showing them that, that, you know, he does all the cooking, he does grow, he he grows his own garden, he has chickens. I mean, it's a different lifestyle. And, you know, and then I've got another brother who who doesn't see his kids as often because he his career takes him away from the house. But when he has his children, they are his focus. Yeah. Um, you know, and then I've got another brother who, who just moved across the country for his career and moved his family with him and he's in and out of the house for his career, but his, his, his children have a, 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 you know, they have different educational opportunities. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, each one of them is giving their children something different of them. Um, and I think the, the biggest thing that I can say to each of them that is a blanket statement is when you're with your children, be present um you know it it, they just want you something
1: also that I love about your brothers is each and every single one of them do what they want to do and what sparks them they're all very on their own path of um and my brothers don't have this yet maybe it's the age thing but your brothers have learned what they like in life and what they enjoy their hobbies. And they don't give a fuck what anybody else thinks. They want to go do that. And I love that. I love that about you, but you just came into that.
0: I just came into that Um, because I was
1: the caretaker and the peacemaker. So I think that's, I think that's important too of like, again, all men and all parents in general have to provide for their children, should provide for their children. Should. And I, I love that about your siblings and they always got shit done and they, they stepped up to the plate no matter what um and they did the best and they they are the best dads that they know how to be but i also love that they continue on with their hobbies and you as well of like continuing on with your hobbies continuing on with your love for things that you enjoy whether that be out partying and drinking with your friends every once in a while and letting loose maybe cool or one of the boys is teaching his child how to race cars because that's what he loves in this lifetime so i absolutely love that um we are going to wrap up this episode this one was a lot longer than last um Obviously, thank you for being here. I think you did an amazing job for being uncomfortable and not knowing what the hell is going on. Um, I think this is something that maybe could fulfill some hearts out there that are lacking a mother figure and or have lost a mom, have lost a parent. I just want to, and selfishly, I think this is something that's cool that I get to look back on. My brother gets to look back on whomever wants to look back on this and just know um, and just have some of these answers because one day we're going to have our hearts shattered all over again and i think that's something that is really terrifying to me as my dad i had my absolute best friend in um but i still think he was second to you and i think that's what scares me um so yeah we'll Trust get there me, Though i know we're wrapping this one up thank you for being here um next week's episode Is going to be on love languages i want to talk all about that getting to know how you receive love how you give love um, understanding your partner's needs and wants um, how they give and receive how if it's different how you can intertwine the two and figure out how to make a relationship work Um, compromises are hard marriage is hard not sitting here saying i would give it up for the world i love my husband more than anything in this entire world but there are still things where like people think we're perfect but we battle and we go head to head on a lot of stuff and i think it all really boils down to exactly like what i said how you give and how you receive and understanding each other um knowing when to bend knowing when to bend so much that you're almost broken but you're not um so that will be next week's thank you guys for being here i'm so excited that you were able to do this i do think in the future if you're ever here i would love to have you obviously back and do a lot more topics um but yeah, I am so happy that we were able to do this.
0: And thank you for the questions, everyone.
1: Yeah, as always, thank you for partaking, participating, listening, watching, wherever you are. We love you. If you are missing a mother or a father or any parental figure, we're squeezing you from afar. And we know how it feels. So yeah. you are not alone in anything that you go through. But get out there, talk to others. Um, it might not necessarily be someone that's gone someone that's in your current immediate circle but there are other people out there that are going through the exact same things that you're going through so you just gotta just get out there find your tribe yeah and build your own community so we'll talk to you next week goodbye